There were no supporters at the courthouse, but that did not faze Najib Razak. He laughed and smiled as he talked to his aide and friends outside the courtroom as his SRC international trial resumed today after a week's break. But as soon as he entered the dock, he sat down with a serious look on his face. Today, proceedings continued to revolve around Isan Perdana, SRC's charitable arm, and the four billion ringgit loan KWAP gave to SRC. The testimonies today further confirmed all the details we've learned previously. By the Malaysian Insight, this is The People vs. Najib Razak. Follow us into the courtroom where it all happens. I'm Patrick Teo. Dressed in a blue suit and purple tie, Najib arrived in court this morning for day 19 of his SRC trial to no fanfare. The disgraced former Prime Minister is facing trial for corruption and abuse of power to the tune of 42 million ringgit, the first of five cases. Najib has kept busy over the past week. Just last Saturday, he shared a 45-second trailer of a hip-hop music video entitled BBB, short for Bukan Bishabisha, a Malay slang which means not the usual. This trial is definitely not the usual, as it is the first time in the country's history a former Prime Minister is being tried for money laundering, corruption and abuse of power. Najib's newfound internet fame can be attributed to motorcycle groups who helped him popularise catchphrases such as BBB and Malu Upper Bosku, which translates to Why the shame, my boss? In the BBB music video, Najib can be seen inside a white Toyota Valfire escorted by police outriders. Najib also found time to go to Penang to meet supporters at a Ramadan bazaar and indulge in a plate of the famous Pokok Ketapang Nasi Kanda or mixed curry rice. In the previous episode, the court heard how millions intended for charity were transferred from SRC's corporate social responsibility arm, Isan Perdana, into Najib's personal bank accounts. To get up to speed on the case, we recommend that you listen to this podcast series chronologically from episode 1. Isan's managing director, Dr. Shamsul Anwar Sulaiman, returned to the stand today to be cross-examined by Harvinderjit Singh or Harvey. If you recall from day 18th, Dr. Shamsul said that he had known Najib for decades as he is an, quote, umno man, unquote, and had been elected personally as a director in 1MDB's CSR department. He had previously testified that, had he known money from Isan Perdana was being funneled to Najib's private accounts, he would have never approved it. 
Ray will tell you more about his questioning. This morning, Dr. Samshol was asked to identify three people. Former 1MDB CEO, Sharul Azhar Ibrahim Halmi, former Armed Forces Fund Board CEO, Lodin Wok Kamarudin, and ASAN's Finance Director, Abdul Aziz Ismail, just to establish who they were and their roles. Harvey then questioned Dr. Shamsul about ASAN's CSR projects, how proposals are done and who approves them. He said he wasn't involved in the discussions at the board level and would only receive instructions from Shahrul, the 1MDB CEO. He confirmed that ASAN, which had around 20 employees, was not a fly-by-night company set up to channel funds out. He denied knowing where the funds came from. He also told the court his line of communication with Najib was always open. He would use the WhatsApp chat app with Najib when he needed to. He didn't know that the private accounts belonged to Najib. Otherwise, he would have contacted the former Prime Minister himself to ask why money was being transferred there. During Dr. Shamsul's testimony, Najib slouched in the dock. His head hung low. Court adjourned for a prayer break and Najib left the court complex. Dr. Shamsul is expected to return tomorrow to be questioned by lead defence lawyer Shafi Abdullah, who was absent today as he had to attend to another case. Former Retirement Fund Inc. or KWAP CEO Azian Mohamed Noor took the stand after the break. She is the prosecution's 38th witness and she read from a prepared statement. Her voice was a little shaky, but clear and measured. In her statement, she explained where KWAP got its funding and its guidelines when approving a loan. She confirmed that SRC had applied for two loans of two billion ringgit each in 2011 and 2012. ASEAN corroborated the testimony of previous witness Amirul Imran Ahmad, KWAP's former Assistant Vice President for the Fixed Income Department. Ravin will tell you more. In 2011, ASEAN said she received a letter from SRC requesting a 3.95 billion ringgit loan. It was hand-delivered to her at a hotel lobby in KL Central from Najib's special officer, the late Azlin Alias after working hours. The letter was signed by CEO Nick Faisal Arif Kamil. There was a footnote which said, I agree with the proposal, signed by Najib. ASEAN took that to mean that the Prime Minister agreed to the loan. She passed the letter to KWAP Chairman Dr. Wan Abdul Aziz Wan Abdullah the next day. KWAP's investment panel then decided that the 1 billion ringgit is more reasonable amount for a company with a 2 ringgit paid capital. But after that, we all know that KWAP eventually approved a 2 billion ringgit loan on the condition it was given directly to 1MDB, SRC's parent company, and was backed by a government guarantee. ASEAN also received instruction from Dr. Wan to expedite the loan approval. ASEAN continued reading her witness statement and identified key documents as evidence. Prosecutor Ishak Mohammad Yusuf interrupted her several times to ask further questions and clarification. At one point, Harvey objected to Ishak's line of questioning, saying that the prosecutor was beating around the bush. Ishak just said it was his own style. 
Soon after, proceedings wrapped up for the day, and ASEAN will return to the stand tomorrow. The trial will resume at 9am. This podcast is produced, written and mixed by Revati Supramaniam, Yappik Kwan, Yvonne Lim and Ravin Palanisami. Additional reporting by Timothy Acharyam. I'm Patrick Teo.